Episode nine, dude. TJ Sun Podcast. <laughs> Episode nine. Here we go. Hanging out in the basement. Got my youngest savvy with me. Say what up. What up? What's going on? Nothing. Just got back from um, my game. Yeah. Took a shower and everything. How'd it go? It went good. We won uh, one to nothing, and we played as hard as we possibly can. You guys did play really well. <coughs> How'd you win this one? Um, uh, a foul on on that person on one of our persons on our team. A foul on hit or foul on her. Yeah, you're good. Foul yeah. on her. Yeah. yeah, and then um. Where was it? Uh, well, it's like in the corner, kind of, but then the ref moved it kind of like to the. Well, it was in the box. Yeah, because the ref moved the other side, so we had a better, better like kick, um, like, like from the other side, and then she kicked it up. It was a penalty kick. Yeah. One nothing. But you guys were on offense most of that game, so that was a really good game. Yeah, I was goalie one of that one time. Yeah. Just yeah. We didn't have too many. Maybe like two or three times you came over, but not as much as you think. You know, it's a trip to me. It's like, what you're not one of the tallest kids, girls on the team. So to me, you're a really good goalie. But to me, like, there's so much that you can't even reach. Yeah, so have- tactically, it doesn't seem like a good idea to me. I'm just thinking, ha- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we had a smaller goal. It is a smaller goal. Did I get you, that. But did you see the goal on that side and the goal on our side? Ours was smaller than theirs. That's not true. Positive, that's true. They can't They can't do that. They can't have one goal bigger for one team and one goal bigger for the other. Okay, maybe not. But it was like it looked. It looked like it? Yeah. <laughs> but then we usually don't have those small goals. So I was like, oh, maybe this will be easier. It was kind of easier because it wasn't like that much to cover, but it was still a lot. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah. Did you just try to make up a story for me? And sell it to me like that there was two different size goals. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It sounds <clears throat> different. I turned your mic down a little bit because it's a little close. Okay. That's if fine. you back it up just a little. All right. Stop there. See what's up. Oh. Yeah, it's still good. You can I, tilt it down. Like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all right. right. Yeah, that's no, good. No, that'll be perfect. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. Don't be sorry, dude. You're learning. Um, yeah. You've been on one episode with me, <clears throat> and it was really good, but I, I was a little too... Information. Yeah, I, I gave a little too much, like, as far as security goes. Like, we were just talking about school and stuff. It wasn't the biggest deal in the world, but I, I don't necessarily want anybody. You know what I mean? I can understand that. You're my daughter, so. <laughs> so, what do you want to talk about? Oh, this past week, um, I had a really good week. I got to work with the maintenance guys at work this week. I was on what's called Extra Man, so... Since we do a 12-hour swing shift at the Lock and Dam, we always have an extra man or two. Um, so say you're working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night, and then, and then your child or your car or something goes on and you need that off. That's what I'm the extra man, so that's what I'm there for is to cover it. Did you like it? Was it fun? I love that. I like, you know, that's my type of work. We were... We were, well, we didn't, but uh, some people from the Corps of Engineers were setting instrumentation in one of our upper valves. Oh, okay. Instrumentation that reads water levels and how much water is coming into the valve when we open it. Um, This all has to do with uh, Lock and Dam 25. We are a 600-foot chamber. 
Um, really big. Well, it's not. It's oh. actually small. But I thought the, we had the biggest one. No. The, oh. the reason behind this is that we are in the earlier process. It started, but mm -hmm. we are putting in a 1,200-foot chamber. So we're going to have a chamber twice as big as the one we have now. Mm -hmm. and the reason behind that, you know how I've told you when those boats come in, how they have to break apart and then go back together once they get out? Yeah. Now they won't have to do that. They'll just drive in. We'll lift them up or take them down, depending on which direction they're going, up or down the river. And so it will decrease the time that it takes to lock through, mm -hmm. which will increase the amount of traffic we can flow through, mm -hmm. which ultimately will uh, move commodities up and down the river faster. Yeah. Do you guys have any new people that came or anything? Any new people? That work at yeah. the lock? No, mm -hmm. not yet. But... Uh, we might. I don't know. We. I, I don't know exactly how it's going to work. They have said that there might uh, be a need for more maintenance guys, just because there's going to be so much more equipment. Yeah. Um, but we don't know any of that for sure. This is a project that will take a while. It's going to be years. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it's slow rolling, but we're getting started. So last week was one of those ones we had a crane out, and um, what I do locking the boats through. I don't get a lot of satisfaction or gratification. It's just like it's a really slow process. It's a it's a great job. Don't get me wrong, but um, when I'm with the maintenance guys, it's there's more, you know. Sometimes it's metal work and and welding and and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll go with the electrician Steve and help him out. And uh, but it's all around just more fun work to me. You get to see. Um, you get to see like an accomplishment at the end of the day, like something that was done. Yeah. Where locking boats doesn't feel, it doesn't feel often like you've accomplished anything. It's just yeah. kind of like you're watching these guys. Um, if it's a full tow or a double, we call mm -hmm. it. Um, it takes like an hour and 40 minutes or something total to mm -hmm. get the whole process done. Yeah. So it's a lot of standing there and watching these guys and making sure they're safe, which is important. And don't get me wrong, you know, I, I started from the bottom as an operator. I'm a shift chief now, which doesn't, I didn't go up in. I'm not in charge of anybody or anything like that. I'm nobody's boss or anything like that. It's just a little bit, little bit more responsibility. But I'm still cool with, like, where I started from, and I understand how important the job is, and that's why I have a job is to lock boats. But after going on seven years of being there, I, I have uh, found my way. I like the maintenance side of it a lot. Yeah. Um, so, like, have you guys, like, for a while, I mean, I think it's a good thing that, that people are, like, making sure, like, people are okay because you guys had an accident not too long ago. Yeah. That kind of was pretty upsetting. Yeah. It was the first day on the job. Second. Second yeah. day, that sucks. 20 years old, I think. Just, you know say? But, yeah. Uh, so, he was going to uh, unload everything from the, uh, like, uh, hook it or something? Um, yeah, he was, he was going from, um, the boat to a barge. Yeah. And something like happened. He put his foot on something wrong or something like that. Well, yes and no. Um, day one stuff, when you get out on the river, you do not jump from a barge to a, like there, mm -hmm. it just don't do that. Yeah. And, uh, he went through and. I believe he started to step over, uh, we believe. Um, and I don't know any of this to be true, so nobody quote me or anything here. But anyway, there was an accident, and the poor kid 
fell into the river in between the boat and the barges and um, unfortunately didn't make it out. So. It's really upsetting. Yeah. I mean, someone was really, someone was over there yelling at him to stop, like, don't do that. So he like, didn't hear and stuff. Well, he's, really he's new. Yeah. When you're new, you don't know what's going on and you don't quite all the time see the danger and things. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's what we call a rookie mistake. A rookie is a person who's doing something for the first time or on the on the river we call him green. Um, so, you know, whether in and he might have been told that rule and while things are going on, it was like the first time he'd ever locked mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it, um, he could have just gotten confused or kind of jumped a gun a little bit, no pun intended. And yeah, yeah, it didn't turn out well for him. Another guy just got, uh, not long ago, um, the story that we got. You know those big ropes that when I got out there for Echo Mm -hmm. to chew on? Yep. Um, We call that a line on the river. We don't call it a rope. Um, I don't know exactly how it happened. I don't know. I don't have any facts, and I'm not an attorney, but... uh, one of those things blew up. If you those things are built to stretch, mm-hmm. they can they can stretch out a long way. Yeah, but things can only stretch so much before they break. When that thing, so that piece out there that I have for Echo to chew on, mm-hmm. people, I um, uh, one of the towboats blew a line one time and it had already had an eye on it. Which is, if you're not familiar, um, there's a way that you can take a single rope, if you will. Uh, this is a pretty thick, like two inch. Um, marine line um and you can weave it back through itself to put an eye in it or just a loop basically um but uh if if something happens when the tow boaters are trying to stop the cut that we call um they're trying to stop barges that are moving if they don't wrap it up correctly on the kevel or if there is um if it's going a little too fast and they don't feed it out correctly it can blow and uh well, first of all, Savvy, it sounds like a shotgun. I mean, it's really loud. But the other part of that is when something is being stretched with that much force and it blows, it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. So it rips really hard. And it when it hits people, it generally is not good. Yeah, so, what, like, did he make it? No. He got knocked into the water and went underneath of the barges. Um, and when barges are loaded with... Let's just say corn. That's a big one for us. Um, they, they're they about nine feet underwater. So mm-hmm. once you get underneath of that, it, you can't see which way's up. There's no light down in the bottom of the Mississippi, you know, underneath a barge in the Mississippi River. Yeah. You, you cannot tell where you're at. You get completely confused. Plus, he got hit with the line. So, yeah. you know, you could just imagine that the breath got knocked out of him anyway and i mean it's terribly sad no one wants to have an accident like that at work maybe he got like knocked out for a little bit and it was like he woke up after a couple seconds and then he's like oh what am i doing where am i at and like and then this like like just didn't make it up there well regardless you have when you like you said wake up you have to take a breath and there's no way to breathe for humans underwater as you know so yeah um yeah that one was unfortunate too yeah, so that's a lot of unfortunate things. In yeah, a lot of accidents. It's a very dangerous job for those guys. And so yep. that's that's our job is to make sure that they're safe and um, doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, sometimes you got to get on them. And then, you know, if we have some new guys at work, we got to make sure that they know um, the proper procedures for everything. Because if 
if um, if they don't, then an accident could happen, and it does sometimes, unfortunately. And uh, you know, the whole goal is to go to work to make money to provide for your family, not to get hurt. So, yeah, that kind of sucks with what happened. It's a bummer for sure. So yeah. So hopefully, with this new twelve hundred foot chamber, uh, we can minimize the chances of accidents like that happening. Um, that's the idea, but again, it's going to take a while and, you know, it, but it, but it's a, it's a neat project to be around. I mean, I, I hope I'm, I hope I get to see it actually run before I retire, but you know, that's, you, sh- you should, sorry. Well, I hope so. It's just a time thing, you know, I mean, if, um, uh, you know, when they run into issues, it, it's usually a, but here's something funny. I'll tell you. Lock 25 construction was started in 1930, late 1934, early, early 1935, um, and it was complete. We locked our first boat through there in 1939. So way back then, we had so much less technology and equipment and everything. We had very, like, you know, this is 1930s. there's photos we have photographs of the original uh project and it's it's just wild to see how different things were but um they got that done in roughly four years yeah and this one has no shot at being done anywhere close to four years so that's kind of weird to me that our technology right now is so much better and so much more advanced and and just the, the cranes and the equipment are so much bigger and stronger and everything else and there's no possible way. How is that? How do you think that is? Maybe because it's um, bigger. Of course. It's going to take a lot more parts and, like, things to get it put together. Um, days, they're not going to be able to do it. Days are going to be able to do it. So it's definitely not going to be done in four years. That's all very true, but... I mean, if they work hard enough and, like, get it done, get, like, <clears throat> half of it done that first, like... Like say you get like you're you're working on one part of the boat the boat to start yeah and you finish that part that first day and then keep doing that 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 next day yeah maybe not might not finish in four years but you're gonna get it like really close to being done I don't know and like parts might you have to like buy parts find parts maybe make parts you have to like, use yeah. that like saw saw thing well the thing with the river is. To do anything in water is is a huge project in and of itself, right? So what we do is we put, they call them coffer dams. We put that around everything and then pump the water out of it to have dry, yeah, a dry place to work. Well, that's a huge job in and of itself to get anything on the Mississippi River dry, right? So, yeah, so there's so much setup and so much planning and so much engineering and, and you know, it's just, it's it's a lot, but... It's just funny to me how 80 whatever years have gone by, you know, and uh, and it seems like it's going slower than than it did back then. So, yeah, you don't have to let him out. He's just going to stand there. Okay. Echo's down here, of course, with us, guys. He's always down here. Um, It's funny that I drove. Oh, let's tell this story. We haven't told this yet. I wanted a dog. Um, when I'm, when I'm at work, um, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm into security, of course, for my family, like everybody else. 
Um, and I wanted a dog. I grew up with big dogs, German Shepherds and Rottweilers and stuff my whole life. So I, I wanted a, a quote unquote protection dog around here um, for my family. Yeah. Alicia, as you know, your grandpa Mark always had Doberman. Dobermans her yep. whole life growing up. He's had I don't know how many of them. And I think 10 because a lot of them passed away. Yeah. Around that, and then he's getting another one. I know. He's ridiculous. It's he's, crazy. He's had a lot. Yeah. So, um, Alicia wasn't big on the German Shepherd thing, and that's only because of the hair. I love German Shepherds. I know. Me too. But she does the cleaning, and so <laughs> you have to... So I had to bend a little bit. Uh, she thought Rottweilers were big, slobbering, crazy dogs, which they are, but... Mm -hmm. Much like the Doberman, they are so protective and loving and all that stuff, too. So, yeah, I wanted a dog. <clears throat> she said, okay, if it's a Doberman. I start looking around for Dobermans for some reason. Maybe it's just here. I don't know, but um, they're not quite as popular as they once were. What's up? There was, can I say that? You can say it, but I'm going to say where we got them from. I don't care where you, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, they are not really popular around here, so Dad couldn't find Well, that. hold on, I'm building. Okay, go ahead. So, storytelling is like, I want you to be in your car or at your home listening to this, and you start to see the picture that I'm trying to paint, yeah. okay? Yeah. So, but you can fill in any time. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. Um, so, we looked around, and to find, uh, uh, you know, you... When you get dogs like that, you, it's a good idea sometimes. I'm starting to wonder if it's that good of an idea. But <laughs> uh, it was important to me to have, like, at the time, a dog with papers. And that way you can trace back their lineage. If, if you wanted to, um, it's called breeding a dog. If you wanted, if, if I wanted it, Echo to have puppies, um, you, you can sell them for a lot more. And, yeah. you know, like, their bloodline and stuff. Anyway, yeah, yeah. we're looking around for these dogs and... Uh, a purebred Doberman. We have Echo's an American Doberman. There's American and European. A um, little bit difference in stance. Uh, sometimes in weight, their head looks a little bit different. Their snout uh, on the European or German, um, <clears throat> their snout's a little more round. Kind of like you know, uh, what's it? What's her? What's Hank? Um, yeah, Hank. You know, um, his nose and mouth look a little bit different. Yeah, like a little bit more round. Yeah. So we've got the one, you guys remember Snoop, when he transformed into a Doberman in that music video a long time ago. That's, yeah. That's American. And little fun fact, little little Dixie Cup fun fact, Snoop was actually at first going to uh, change into a Rottweiler. And then they, they started looking and they were like, man, you actually kind of look more like a Doberman <laughs> if you had to. And sure yeah. enough, he does. He's got like that long skinny face. But like they all kind of like every, I feel like every Doberman I've like seen, they all have flappy ears, but then, like, so, like, Echo, we have his ears, like, pit up. Cropped. So, like, cropped, and most people have done that. So, like, we have done that, and it turned out really good. I love his ears. My grandpa didn't. He really didn't take care of it as much, so I feel like it didn't really work for Hank. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Well, he tried to do it himself, which mm. is, you know... But, but another thing, um, a lot of... Uh, there are a lot of states that it's illegal... Yeah. Um, I think in Europe, it's totally been banned. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, I, I'm not. Don't. Mm -hmm. I guess I shouldn't say that. But I for the I most part, there are not a lot of places where you can get their ears cropped anymore. It's yeah. um, 
they say that it's mean to the dog and all that stuff. And, and to be completely honest with you folks, um, if I got another Doberman, I'm not positive if I would. Yeah, I mean... It I, looks cool, and he looks aggressive yeah. and all that, which he's far from aggressive. That's, I don't have... I do. <laughs> I shouldn't tell anybody that. Never mind, he's mean, and, and if you ever see him, he will bite you. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I mean, I was kind of like... I kind of... So, like, when we got him, when we got the ears pit on... Like yeah, cropped, props, yeah. He was really small. I mean, he looks really funny with it, like Patrick yeah. or something like that. It yeah. was so funny. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the best thing. Right. So, we find a guy in Spyro, Oklahoma... Um, <clears throat> who had paper dogs and a good like bloodline, and uh, there was a lot of them too. Yeah, there was a big litter, and so they were a lot cheaper. What? Yeah, they they were a lot cheaper, definitely. But like, so when when we were, my dad went because we were at school. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. So at the time, the kids were going with their mom on Wednesdays. Okay, so I come home. Do you remember when I came home with like the leash and the bowls and stuff? Do you remember any of this? You no. got you guys were like, well, "What is? Are we getting a dog?" I'm like, "No, you know, maybe because we were talking about it, the whole family and we talked about like golden retrievers and we we kind of we were having open conversations about it." But oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. but you guys didn't know. I I it was a secret plan. I I, well, I thought you were getting them like buying them for like a present for someone. Like yeah. um, that's all. I didn't really think of anything like, oh, we're getting a dog or like a cat or something. Yeah. I really didn't think of that. So. Well, yeah, I didn't. I wanted it to be a surprise. So I get the kids on the bus Wednesday morning. Seven thirty six. I think you guys' bus showed up a couple years ago when I got them. Yeah. Actually, four years ago. Um. And so I went and got them on the bus. Came home. Got in the car. It was. Seven hours down there, so seven hours back, plus I kind of held up an hour with stopping and letting him pee, and he was, I mean, howling the whole time. I've got a video, and it's it's hilarious, him sitting in the front we'll, of the car. But We'll play for you guys to hear it. <laughs> I'll see if I can. Yeah. yeah. Um, but So it was a 16-hour day total yep, um, driving. Time. Yeah, Alicia had a baseball game, so she went to work and then went to her other job for MLB, and uh, she got home at like uh, 11.40 or so. I mean, it was late. And I was just, I mean, I had just gotten home with him, um, like, as she was pulling up. So Yeah. Which one is it? Hold on. Well, can I say something? What, yeah, go When ahead. you got the dog, like when you got Echo? Yeah. All right, so, like, when, when he was going, pulling up to the driveway where all the dogs were. Yeah. Um, echo, uh, there's uh, there's tons of dogs. I'm not like just echo there were boys. four males and I think three females left. Yeah, but well, we really wanted a male because yeah, it was just something we wanted. Um, so we dad went up there and uh, he just went up there to go talk to the guy and and then go look at the adult puppies and see which one. One puppy just ran right up to him. No, so all right, you're right, but yeah. but just because I want your story to be as good as it can be. She the the wife was home. The husband was at work, um, and so I called the wife when I'm coming like over these railroad tracks. She said, "Yeah, just whatever house on the right." And I pulled up, and it's a beautiful farm. I don't know what these people did, but they had it going on. And uh, so she let the, she let all the four males out. Yeah, she had sent me a photo. There's actually there's only three in this photo, but there were four there that day. Um, 
and uh, so they were just running around. And I'm like, ma'am, this is the first Doberman I've ever bought. You know, like, yeah. I, is there anything that, like, wouldn't, would stick out more? than she was like, you know, they're all really similar. Da, 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 da. So they're all kind of running around in the farm, just huge grass, you know, like fields everywhere. And yeah. So I, um, I, I, they all looked exactly the same to me. Yeah. It was, it Paws was, were the same. I mean, teeth were the same. I looked, I, I like looked at them a little bit, but I'm not some professional dog <laughs> buyer, but. Was it kind of hard to like see like because they were kind of all running around and, like see which one that looked like? The it was best impossible. One? And uh, then. So then I I kind of squatted down and I said, "Hey, which one he wants to come home with me?" And, and one just ran right up to Dad. Echo and came over and yeah said hi. So I was like, "Well," and she goes, "Well, I mean, how can you deny that?" I said, "I can't. That I have no way to deny that." <laughs> so Dad is stuck him and yeah. Now we have Echo now. Here he is. All right, I think this is a video. Yeah. So it's good. It might be kind of loud. Hold on. Echo. You can hear it playing. About 12 of the 15, uh, no, about uh, seven and a half of the eight hours home. That was what I was listening to. <laughs> was it cool? Yeah, did you hear him? He can come. He guys, when I started playing that, I played it the other day. Just I don't know why I was looking at it, but uh, he came over like, "Where's his puppy at?" But he he just walked over when I pressed play again. But yeah, so <laughs> the whole way home, he I mean just howling, and then we'd stop somewhere and people would want to talk and see him, and so so I get home right before Alicia. She pulls in the driveway. And I mean, it was just over from there. It's he's been her dog ever since. But so, <laughs> the next day, um, I had him. Yeah, I had him outside. He cut the grass with me. He was just walking like he was almost between my legs, walking while I was cutting the grass. You have a video of that. I he got was, a video yeah. of that too. Yeah. He was just walking between, like, so he was cutting the grass, and then he, he was like running after him. Alicia was videoing. It was running after him, and then like, and then behind behind his legs. It was really funny. Remember how little he was? He's like. Yeah, he was like he couldn't keep up a piece of paper, kinda, yeah, yeah, like that size. It was really cool. So then, uh, our um, coming time for the bus to show back up to drop the kids off mm -hmm. Thursday, and uh, I went up there and stood there with their puppy. And I mean, I could hear my oldest has Chevelle has one of those screams that like hurts your whole head, mm -hmm. and Savvy, Savvy doesn't have the same scream, but they're very distinct. And I mean, I could hear. Just howling coming off the bus, so they got to meet their little puppy. And then right when we got home, it was literally I just like literally took them from everyone. Because oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love dogs, um. So right when we got home, I took them and I picked two pillows, one for me, one for him. Mm -hmm. And then, and then we just laid there, took like a two hour nap together. Yeah, it was the best, and mm -hmm. I'm so happy Echo's my dog. You have a special bond with dogs. Yes. Everywhere I we too. go, you kind of you're like me, like a weirdo. <laughs> Dogs like you for some reason. It's it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Cats don't like me. That's not true. Cats don't like anybody. <laughs> Cats are kind of they're really independent. They don't need us like dogs. You know, yeah. they like they're just they're better. They're fine by themselves. Where dogs, yeah. they want our love and affection <laughs> like we want theirs. You know. So, but yeah, you yeah. definitely have a bond with dogs like I do. I think. Yeah. So that was like we just had a little bit of that and a couple I uh, game only one game this weekend. And then we had another thing. Shiv Oh yeah. 
Chevelle um, it was turning 13. She had her own, like, her birthday was last Wednesday. Like, today was today is Sunday. Yeah. Her birthday was Wednesday, last Wednesday. Well, what did she get to do on her birthday? Uh, So she, it was my dad's weekend, or week. week with Chevelle for her birthday. And they went to the mall, and then they went um, to go eat. And Let's not skip over this. What? Her and Alicia went to the mall and, and freaking Lululemon. <laughs> I was coming back to that. Oh. But yeah, they they spent a lot. Ridiculous. But Lululemon's like a hundred bucks for everything. It was crazy. She's thirteen and <laughs> has virtually straight A's and Yeah. It was kind of for both. They're all really like. good kids, but you know, uh, this is her thirteenth birthday, so it, it was special. It was kind of for both because she's doing really good on her school and everything like that. Yeah, really good at cheer, and uh, and 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 also <laughs> you guys are just good people. So yeah, but it's worth it. But Saturday, last this Saturday, this weekend Saturday, uh, she had a party. Mm. Um, there was posts. So okay, there we had a we had some food, some Chick Fil A. How pizza. many Chick Fil A nuggets? A hundred and twenty-four. Uh huh. And then. Um, five thing, five boxes of pizza. Six. Six boxes of pizza. But why did we? Why did it start out Chick Fil A and then we had to add six boxes of pizza, Savvy? I'm coming to that. Okay. And then we we were only gonna have like twelve girls, and like five boys. It started out twelve girls and four boys, I yeah. think, which was a problem, folks. <laughs> so then uh, we had a big news. There's 45 girls. I don't think 45. Okay. Um, Too freaking many. Twenty three girls, maybe. The girls and aren't. about twenty twenty five boys. Um, it was not our plan. It was really crazy. Uh, they made a really big mess. I was kind of like the one telling Dad literally everything they were saying. Hang on a second. I was never all that pumped about having twelve and thirteen year old boys in my house, people. <laughs> I was a 12- and 13-year-old boy. I know exactly what they're up to. Savvy, I can't get into it with your little ears on. But I know exactly what they're up to. And they're little... Uh, put on your earmuffs real quick. They're little motherfuckers. And I heard that. Uh, um, so, no, not all of them. But I... Some of them, yeah. I just wasn't... I wasn't into the idea. But I do understand that, you know, kids are growing up and girls and boys hang out. And, and what I don't want to be, <laughs> guys, is the dad who, you know, is cleaning guns and, and, like, acting like some hard ass in front of these kids. Because when I was young, I found that the dads that were cool, I wanted to be extra respect, respectful and, and, you know, do things right. Because I'm like... Man, your dad's a cool guy. You know, I, I, like if he asked me to get you home by 11, I want you home. And this was not when I was 12 and 13. Little yeah. Little. Uh, can I keep going with the story? Or no? But um, so I, I you know, I, I didn't want it really. I, I was never that pumped on it. But Alicia and I talked and <laughs> Chevelle and I talked and <laughs> I said, you know, here's the deal, man. I've never had boys in my house before. So um, first things first, we will be having a conversation. She goes, Dad, they already know. I'm like, Okay, good. So um, a couple of them show up. They kind of, a couple of them had, uh, you know, some of them had practice and games and stuff like that. So they got here a little bit later. But the first three or four that came over, you know, I I said, hey, man, let me talk to you guys for a minute. And we went out in the garage and I said, here's the deal. I want you guys to have fun and you're welcome in my home and, and you can eat. And, and we got sodas and, and water in the fridge and, you know, have fun. But um, 
There will be no closed doors in my home uh, unless it's the bathroom. Um, obviously, there's only going to be one person in the bathroom at a time, but uh, I also expect you to, to be respectful to myself, my wife, my home, my daughter, my other kids, you know, just all in all be respectful. And uh, I got a bunch of yes sirs and, and, you know, carry on. So they all, you know, and then they start slowly showing up and Savvy, you can take it from there. All right, so yeah, so they all start like um, showing up. Um, a first like crowd came, and then like the last like ten five came. Um, and it was really crazy. The basement was filled with kids. Um, and the field of upstairs was girls dancing, and I called boys. Mm-hmm. We had a boy in in crutches with a um, broken mm-hmm. leg. So, yeah. Um, but we had a couple problems. The boys like the girls were doing good. They were having fun, dancing around, just loving their life. The girls weren't a problem. Yeah. But the boys, all, like, they started, like, kind of rustling on the couch. Like, not like like what you think about, like, not like fighting, but, like, playing around, having fun. Like, they need a... Horse play. Yeah. But, like, Tomfoolery. Like, all, like, the pillows are messed up. And, like, it's not only that. It's just, like, they they need to understand that it's not their couch. And, like, kind of, like, just be respectful. Yeah. And to then, my stuff that I work hard <laughs> for. I came from a, a, a very small uh, <laughs> duplex and apartment yeah. that could fit in the, my garage now. So Alicia and I have worked very hard to put this home together. And, uh, you know, as happy as I am to have you in my home, I'll be goddamned if you're going to treat it in any way other than respectfully. You're not going to break my shit. Yeah. So, like, um, then um, um, uh, most of the boys came downstairs. We had uh, five, ten boys. Five, ten girls just laying down here on the ground, just laying around. Um, they were playing basketball because we have a basketball hoop for cash. Um, they were playing basketball, having fun. And it was just like they were touching all this. So, like, we have our studio down here. Well, and what did I tell them not to do specifically? Well, before everything happened, my dad came down here and said, do not touch any of the workout equipment. You can hurt yourself. None of our... Um, equipment for our podcast mm-hmm. and do not touch the walls because we have needles coming out of it because nails nails because it's unfinished guys there's yeah. an exterior wall and, and the nails that are holding on the siding like yeah. i just don't want anybody to get hurt yeah and then be respectful with all the things so like some like if we have we have like workout things in some places some boots and stuff like that down here just be respectful with it my dad had to come down here again because savvy went up to tell him everything yes you did and shy that's my cousin. Yeah. Shout out to Shy and Sierra. Um, but so um You were my little special agent, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah. Um, so I went up there, he came back down and just like gave a not like mean, but like gave a quick chat, Stern. let everyone know again, do not touch these things. Yeah. Be respectful with everything we have. Yeah. Didn't work again. So after a couple more times you came down here, we shut the basement off. Let's not skip over that uh, there was trash all over the place. You know, cake pop wrappers and sticks and and waters. And 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 I mean, just completely like throwing stuff everywhere. Now, when you have those kind of kids over, and you might someday, I would say you should not and maybe rent out a place or something. But I expect a little, you know what I mean? I get it, man. They're kids and they're all having fun. And then we gave them soda, which is a bad idea because now you got a bunch of Mm. pubescent little badass kids <laughs> over here running around this place stinks like a sock and like a 
one of them little, what do you call it, urban air, or one of those jump around places. Oh, Disgusting, yeah, urban air. Sweaty yeah. ass little boys. But, but like, after you said stuff and you went to talk to like every single one of the boys, you missed like five boys that came in. You didn't talk to them. Uh, it was past the point of like, I had already spoken up a couple times when there was roughhousing mm-hmm. going on in my house and jumping over my very expensive couch and stuff. Like, yeah. I had to drop the hammer. But like, so after he said things, they kept doing it. Like, People were doing on your workout stuff. People were messing with that. People were messing with this. Oh, yeah. And it just didn't stop. So we actually just, like, people were hanging on your your punching bag. Mm-hmm. Your wife had to come down here and tell them to not do that. Mm-hmm. And we have to move that TV back because of them, too. Mm-hmm. So we just we just said everyone upstairs now. We had to sing to Chevelle anyways, but, like, the downstairs was complete shut. So after that, I heard a couple, like, well, down here, I heard a couple, like, People talking to like, I want to go to the gas station. Let's go to the gas station. Um, about like a more than like 20, 25 boys got up and walked outside. There was not 20 or 25. Okay. But but it was 10. A, a pretty good amount of people, yeah. a pretty good amount of boys walked outside. Um, I kind of heard they said they were going to do that. So I let my dad know. He went outside and was like, what is everyone doing? People said they were waiting for parents. And Wait a minute. We skipped ahead. What? At a certain point when all the rough house was going on, I said, everybody call your parents. It's time to go. Folks, uh, my very intelligent wife timed this thing for 6 to 11. <laughs> That's what she... Well, now, if, if there were 10 girls over here or something, I don't even care if they all stay the night. That's not a problem for me. They don't... They, you know, I mean, they're loud and stuff, but, like, they're not destroying things. 6 to 11 was too much for me. And uh, I, I'm sure all you guys out there are more patient than myself. And I did try really hard, and mm. I think I did really well. I know I did really well for yeah, a long definitely. time. But there's a certain point when it was enough. So and um, I said, everybody call your parents. Um, everyone called their parents, except a pretty good amount of group. They went outside and was like, oh, I'm just waiting for my parents. Uh, after five minutes passed, five, two minutes passed, they went inside. They went to the deck. Because I was standing out front with them waiting on their parents as well. Yeah. And then I heard, I went in there. So then like, they walk in the house and then go back to the back deck. I'm still out front. And I heard, I hear that um, they're going to jump over the gate and run to QT again and all run home. QT is quick trip. It's a gas station about a quarter mile from my house. Now, yeah. why did I have a problem with letting kids leave here and go walk around at 10 o'clock at night? Debbie? Because, first of all, people second of all you are controlled not controlled you are responsible responsible to watch those kids while they're at your house Mm -hmm. we cannot really do anything after i mean like okay so they walked to the back i heard that they they were going to jump the fence i went to go tell my dad he came in and said everyone outside if you have a parent that is going to come pick you up Mm -hmm. um a pretty good amount of people walked outside one parent showed up uh Half of the kids. They, she got a bunch. Freaks got a bunch of the kids out. There was yeah. like I don't even know how many of them. Half of the kids, and then they they started saying, "People run, people run," because like they know nothing. Like, well, I can't put my hands on somebody else's child. Yeah. So there was this one kid that was just making his way down, making his way down, just wanting to go. So dad just said, "Well, I can't stop you. I can't t- touch you or anything. Um, so just go on right ahead. Have fun." Um, he you left. You want to go be a tough guy and walk the streets by yourself at night? You're lucky you live in St. Charles County because there's some neighborhoods I grew up in and that I know of that you would be a little 
white boy, you'd be scared to walk out front outside the door, yeah. much less taking off walking by yourself. But he's a tough guy, you know, and I could tell he, he's I could tell he's going to be a problem. So, so he I said, dude, there's nothing I can do. You want to you want to leave? Leave. Just get the fuck away from my house. Basically, I didn't say that to him, but that's that was my thought process was like, I'm just done with all you boys. I want you all to be out of here. So, yeah, he took off walking. And then we had three boys. One boy charged no, his phone. No names, yeah. One boy charged his phone. Um, they the the three boys that were left, they caused no problem. They no. were really respectful. No. And just really nice. Yeah. So we waited for their parents to get here, and everything was good after. Talk that. to their parents yeah. and let them know that your 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 child in. was not the problem whatsoever. Yeah. So then we had um a pretty good amount of girls and um yeah not too many girls not too many people. We had two two people stay the night, um. So after a little bit, those people got picked up. Yeah. Even though it was like it was closer to eleven, so they got picked up at like the exact exact right time, um. And then that was pretty like. Look, them. dude, when when all these kids get into a place savvy, and you're gonna find this when you go to parties and stuff as you get a little bit older, I, I get it. Having a parent like me around, um, it's not like the most fun thing in the world, but. When there's not parents around, kids do stupid stuff. That's what growing up is about. I get it. I was one of them, and I was worse than any of those boys that were in here. But that's why I know what to look for mm -hmm. and have a pretty good idea what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So it, what happened last night was very normal. However, the list grew way past the point that I was okay with. I was in, I was informed that there was going to be about four or five. I can keep a hand. Uh, you know, I can keep an eye and keep four or five of any people pretty much under control. It got to a point where like, then now you got six here and five down there and then this and that. And it was just like, I, and, you know, Alicia had a buddy of hers come over and they're kind of, so it's like, I, I, I was just done. People were just showing up, coming in. Some people didn't even get invited to the thing right. and they just came in the house. Right. Again, very normal stuff. <laughs> this is nothing new. This is what's been, everybody here listening has done this when they were a kid and, and you know, it's very, very normal. So uh, uh, it's no surprise, but it was enough for your boy. I was, I was done. I was done with it. So I kicked everybody out. Yeah. I had everybody leaving. I don't give a damn. I'll do it again. But I learned something, and I that, that's a wrap on all that. Yeah. That so will never happen again. Maybe on my birthday, probably. Yeah. Nah, you will not. If I'm telling you, <laughs> I learned so much. But we're, dude, we're we're running a place, and we're gonna have some people. I'm not having that many boys at anywhere I rent either, because oh. I'm still responsible for that. My credit card goes on the bill to hold the place and all that stuff. It, it's a wrap, dude. I'm telling you, you can have some friends. Not a problem whatsoever. We're gonna have an awesome 13th birthday party for you and your brother. There's just gonna be a little mm -hmm. bit more limitations on this one. Yesterday was a day, huh? Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, everything got be eaten pretty quick. Chick Fil A nuggets were gone one second. I only rap. had two chicken nuggets. Two. Um, we had cake pops. Those four were gone. dozen cake yeah. pops and a little cake to sing the stupid happy birthday. And then we forgot the freaking candle. <laughs> so she just blew out of a lighter. I stood there like an idiot with like a you know one of them torch lighters, and she blew it out. Yeah. So then we had just a lot of trash downstairs, and there's a mess everywhere. Yeah. Um. So all those people left. And all the girls, and then two of the girls that were staying the night. I was literally one of the tiredest persons. I went to bed right when everyone left. I was like, I was waiting mostly for the boys to leave because I wanted to make sure they're not going to be like, yeah, you know what I mean. So um, I went to bed, and that was pretty much my night. It was really fun. I'm 
It was a good time. Congratulations, until it thirteen-year-old Chanel. Yep. Um, a uh, big one for you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's really what happened. Um, Saturday. She ended her birthday with a bang today, didn't she? Yeah. She. Where's she? She, at? she is at Six Flags. Why do they do it Six Flags in October? Like, why do you go to Six Flags at night during October? I don't know. The it's this the scare fest or whatever they oh, call fright it. fest. Fright fest, yeah. I don't know why. So, I don't know why you let her go. She's gonna have a panic attack. I know. She already had one last yeah. time she went. Uh, she was texting me, so I'm gonna bust on her a little bit. You guys don't even know about this, but um, we're on the way to her friend's house, and uh, when when her friend Chevelle had asked me last week, "Hey, would it be cool if I go here with so and so Sunday night?" I know it's gonna be a little bit late, but like end of my birthday thing, and I'm like, "Yeah, man, I you know, Fright Fest is cool at Six Flags. It's fun." You go there, it's dark, and then people jump out and scare you, and the, the rides are all dark with cool lights. It's I get it. It's a good time. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah. I understand it. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So her girlfriend that uh, she's going with tonight today comes and asked me last night. I said, yeah, rip me off the details. Oh, here she is right here. Sorry, I forgot to text you right as we left, but the monsters were standing at the exit. It was scary. Let's see what else she says. <laughs> um, we left about 10 minutes ago. Okay, love. Um, so her friend hits me up last night. Hey, uh, Dom, is it okay if um, Chevelle goes with us tomorrow? And I say, yeah, give me the details. Well, we're going to leave my house at this time and then uh, get home at this time. So who's going with you? My mom and me and Chevelle and so and so and so and so. Okay, that's cool. Now, I guess she actually never said my mom is walking around the park with us. I just assumed if I'm taking you and your friends, mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna walk around. Now, okay, so I, I, I'm taking Chevelle over there and I said, So her mom's gonna be walking around with you, right? And you know your sister right away. She's like, Well, I think so. I said, what do you mean you think so? And she's like, Well Oh, look at this. Look at this. Sorry, folks. Uh, so-and-so, the mom's name, uh, wanted me to let you know she ended up just going in with us and she sat with me when I didn't want to go into haunted houses. All right, so now she's off the hook or she's lying to me, which I don't think she'd lie to me because I will find out. But we're on our way over there today and now all of a sudden the mom is taking them but isn't going in. And I said, that wasn't the deal. I'm not having her drop you off, come back to where we live, and then, like, go back there to get you. I don't want you girls walking around at your age, and they're all pretty and dressed all funky and stuff, you know. So I almost called it. I almost turned around. After I bought the $70 ticket today, I almost turned around and just didn't even let her go. I said, tell her, you know, ask her mom. I, I'd like to talk to her, please. So... Mom comes out and she's like, hey, I, I hope that no information got kind of, um, but my plan was to drop them off. I, I'm not going to be riding rides, so I didn't want to pay the $60 or whatever to, to get myself in. So I'm going to hang out in the parking lot, read a book. She actually said she was going to watch The Office, of course, my favorite show ever. Mm -hmm. And um, so like I'm talking to Chevelle at the front door right in front of this the mom. And uh, I'm like, dude, you get why. I am the way I am, right? Like, I've seen some stuff, and I, I don't want anything to happen to you guys. And, you know, of course she gets it. The mom assured me that she would be right outside, and turns out apparently she went in. So 
no harm, no foul. But I told your sister, and I'm telling you, and I'll tell your brother, like me being cool about certain things, I, like I'm, I'm kind of like, I got to be done doing that because while I am your friends, I'm your dad first. And it means more to me that you guys are safe than how much you like me. As a matter of fact, I don't care if you like me or not. I'm still going to do, I mean, I do care, but I'm, I, my job is to keep you safe. I have to do what's best for you and most safe. Yeah. Like, for instance, right now, how you're sitting over there falling asleep, I should just tell you to go upstairs and go to bed. Do you want to log out and, and peace out and go upstairs and go to bed? Uh, I mean, I want to say a couple more things. Go ahead. Hit it. All right. Wait one second. We're already at 48 minutes, so we're only going to go for a couple more anyway. To who? No, no, I won't do that yet. Okay. Um. Then. What else you got, Cuzzo? Um. You did really good on this, man. You're a good talker. Thank you. You were really good on the other one too. I just like I said, man, the security. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that, and just like um, hasn't had too much. It was crazy that night, really crazy. Yeah, but we're done lot. now. Everybody's cool, and uh, you know, everybody got home safe and and all that stuff. No harm, no foul. Nothing really got broken. It's yeah. not like. You know, it's just that as a parent, as a parent like me, and I think my audience is getting to have a good idea of, of uh, who I am and how I am and what I am. Um, I wasn't built for that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I did, dude, you got to give me a little bit. I kept it together pretty well. Like, mm -hmm. I think when I had to bark, I think it was necessary, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't go around yelling at somebody else's kid, but when you're in my home, you will act accordingly or you will leave. And I don't care. I'm not, I definitely don't care about some little ass boys. And so, um, you know, when things would start getting out of control, the one kid was like, they were like kind of fighting, dude, not fighting for real, but like it was, it was elevating. And I'm just like, start barking <laughs> at people, man. I'm not having that shit. You know, I just won't do it. I don't let my kids do it. I'm sure as hell not going to let some other kid do it. And and I'll tell you about it. And if your parents have a problem with it, I'd love to talk to them too. Because half of the shit's probably their fault. The <laughs> fact that their kids are going to other people's houses acting like that. Yeah, That's a parental thing. And I'm not saying these people are bad parents. I'm just saying, if I find out my kids go somewhere acting silly in somebody else's house, it's on. Yeah, You guys know that shit. I, I'm not, I, you know, I, when you guys leave this, my mom always said, when you leave this house, you're a direct reflection of me. Now, I was a bad, I, I did some stupid stuff, of course, growing up. But for the most part, when I was around parents, man, I used manners and respect. And because I, I felt that that was my duty to make sure my mom didn't look like some shitbag. Yeah. Here I am saying bad words. It's what it is. So, you know, it's all good. Done and over with now. But lesson learned. Your yeah. 13th birthday is going to suck. <laughs> You're going to sit in the dark by yourself. No. <laughs> what do you want to do for yours? You got any plans yet? No, no idea a, yet. You got a couple years, but yeah, nothing wrong with planning. Yeah. All right, man. Say bye to everybody and get your butt upstairs and go to bed. You got to brush your teeth. Good. I know. All right, bye. And I also want to shout out Aunt Nikki. Oh, what up, Aunt Nikki? Yeah, she might hear us. Yeah, she watches them, so. Yeah, she's doing good. All doing right. Good. Peace out, everyone. Savvy out. Have a good day and all that stuff. All right, get upstairs and brush your teeth. I'll uh, I'll be up in a minute. I'm just going to talk for a minute. No, just set it down. You're making a bunch of noise in the mic. It's all good. No, don't be sorry, man. It's cool. You don't know. You'll be a you'll be a pro podcaster like your daddy soon. I love you, kid. See you. Good job. Thank you. Oh, goodness. I couldn't uh I I don't know, you know. You don't want to say too much, but 
dude, is like she um she was telling me everything that was going on. Now, I've taught them like, you know, you don't always just go run and tell. But it was important that she did last night because, I mean, like, if somebody was getting out, hey, Dad. And she would let me. I'm like, all right, I'll keep an eye on it. It's cool. I don't need to go jump. But, I mean, she is my road dog. That one is, she's my chick, man. She's cool. Um, let's turn her stuff down. Uh, but, yeah, it was fucking eventful, dude. I mean, and I, I know they're all good kids, but it was just, it was way too much, dude. Went and played golf Friday. Dude. I went to the range last week with my buddy Cap'n from work. I have a slice. I have golfed, oh, I don't know, 20 times maybe in my life. So my expectations should not be what they are. But I feel like like as an athlete, former athlete and athletic person, um, how hard is it to hit a freaking ball with a club? If you're listening to this and you play golf at all, you know. And if you don't, play golf at all it's fucking hard let me tell you um so we're at the range and he lets me use his son's clubs his son was like i don't know team golfer and really really good so like i know that it's i know it's nice equipment oh sorry uh but i i went and got myself a 20 dollar driver from there's a place called play it again sports i don't know if that's all over the country or not uh to my people up in alaska and check this out. I got somebody in Poland, too, apparently. It had to have been a mistake. They just clicked on this fucking thing. But if you are from Poland listening to me, you got a hoodie on the way if you email me. PJMDJM1961 at gmail.com. Boom. Um, or just leave me a comment or something. I'll get with you. I got this uh, $20 driver from Play It Again Sports. It's got like a dimple in it. It's a piece of shit. It's just a driver. I just wanted to go to the range and mess around a while back. So I got a driver and a putter. Um... I do have a slice. Well, I got my education off of YouTube like everybody else and went to the range a couple of times. And it's like, and my buddy Captain, if he ever comes on here, he'll vouch for me, dude. I'm not blowing smoke. After a little bit, I can kind of, if I keep my front shoulder down, I can get to the bottom of this slice thing. And I think I was driving around three probably 300 and then rolling past that. I mean, I was at the range. I was fucking smoking them and fairly straight. I mean, like the size of a fairway. Had I, had I been able to take that swing to the course on Friday, dudes would have been asking for my autograph. Not really, but I, I mean, I was hitting great. We get a tea time for, uh, <laughs> Uh, we're both working together Thursday. I'm off Friday. He's off. This is past Friday. I'm off Friday. He's off Friday. I'm like, dude, let's get a tea time Friday. Well, I guess everybody had tournaments Friday. So we found we got one tea time and a pretty nice course uh, for 635 in the morning. Uh Oh, what do you want to sit in for a minute? Cuz let your dog out. Cash coming down. So we get a 635 tea time Friday morning. Obviously, you want to get to the range and warm up a little bit. Don't leave that open. All them flies are going to get in here. Let them out or don't. I don't care. Just close it. Just come in and close it. He's a baby. So we wanted to get there early and uh, warm up a little bit. Um, so we show up to the range at like 530. 
Well, we figured that the range had light, like some ranges just have lights and they're open early and you can just start whacking balls in the dark and it doesn't even matter where they're going. You just get loosened up. That didn't happen. So we're, uh, we got the trucks parked right by the wall, right by the, the grass, you know, and the sprinkler turns on. It's like a 40, 50 foot sprinkle. A sprinkler is a freaking fire hose. <laughs> this thing starts whipping around. Now you would think if there is a lane of grass that you would set the sprinkler to go to the far left and to the far right. It would stop, you know, it would go all the way left, stop at a certain point, kick back around and head to the right and, and water the grass of the of the driving range. It didn't. It did a whole 360 and came around the parking lot. So our dumbasses are standing there. Here comes the water. So we like jet. First of all, I left my window down because it's 6 o'clock in the morning and uh, we were standing out, just standing there. So I just left the window down. It didn't hose my whole truck out, but it got like the door. So I'm like, great. Here comes like 625. It's still dark out. We are not going to get to warm up at all. Um, so we drive up the street to the clubhouse. Dude pulls up with cash. I was telling you the other day, there's a leaf blower, right? <laughs> then there's a leaf blower for big um, parking lots. And, yeah. and, and this dude had his golf cart with a little trailer with this leaf blower, but I'm, it's not a leaf blower. It's a freaking motor, and it's got like this 6, 8, 10-inch tube on it, and he can control where the tube aims. So now our trucks are soaking wet. This dude comes by, and like we're standing in the parking lot. Like people are showing up, and this is a nicer course around here. It's called Bear Creek, if anybody gives a shit or if you're from around here. Bear Creek, it's nice. It's in Wentzville. It's a nice course. Well, it's supposed to be. But we got a deal on it because the only tea time they had around was like 635 in the morning. So we got it for a little bit cheaper, which is great. But these dudes hose down the truck and then uh, he comes around with this freaking blower, dude. And I mean, I, I'm just like we're standing in the parking lot. I'm going, do they not want us here? Like what is going on? The place opens in 10 minutes. Like it's not weird that we're here. So we get through all that and get hosed and then get dusted and... Uh, Get out on the range. There's these two other guys. It turned out to be really cool dudes. They were both good golfers, um, which sucks because now, like, when you're not a good golfer and you got to be by good golfers, it's just, like, more embarrassing and everything. But, you know, everybody sucks a little bit. But um, yeah. I couldn't hit a shot straight. I mean, I, I was hitting them a ton, but they were – it was just – Off balance. Uh, the freaking slice, dude. So, Cash, a slice is when you hit the ball out this way and it starts to just, well, if you're right-handed, it just goes off to the right. Like, when I say off to the right, I mean in the freaking woods. Yeah. I bought 45 balls a day before, and I think I might have half of them left. I'm not even sure. I think I lost a ball a hole at least. Like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. I was just talking about, like, I'm, I'm, I was an athlete. I'm still very athletic and, and all that. You should be able to hit a freaking ball with a club, no problem. It's not that easy. Yeah. Uh, looks a lot harder than it actually is. No, it is a lot harder than it looks, is what you mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah, it's terrible. My drives, uh, junk all day. Like, I, I got distance, but I don't care about distance so much, and I know that's what that was my problem was, because we when we were at the range, I was just swinging through. I was not trying to muscle anything, and when we were on the course, I was muscling everything and then just get frustrated so i quit keeping score i think at like the 10th or 11th hole i'm like cabin don't even worry about it i don't want to know i mean i shot it was just dog shit it was terrible but had better days huh i had 
Well, not really on a golf course, no. But it's weird how you can how you can get to be decent at something on a driving range and then you get to a course to try to like so okay, you're practicing soccer, you're practicing football. Me and you are outside in the front and you can throw the football 35, 40 yards, whatever, and you can throw the football pretty good. Yeah. And then you get to a game and you can't throw it 10 feet. It's just like what happened? I'm doing, I think I'm doing the exact same thing. And it turns out you're not because you're, you know, pressure, you're pressure, nervous. There's other people watching. You got to hurry up and, and then you lose a ball. Now you got to hurry up. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. What? I don't know what the deal was, man, but it, it was not pretty. So I told Cap and I'm done golfing, which of course I'm not. Uh, I was going to see if, what time we were going to play this Friday, but I, now I, guy at work needed uh, so i was just telling you guys earlier about being extra man uh my schedule was supposed to be monday tuesday wednesday thursday extra man so that's um six to four shift now my buddy uh had some he's got some stuff going on so i had to take his uh monday tuesday wednesday night shift so got a couple night shifts this week but my weekend should still be pretty clear so i don't know maybe we'll hit the range and See if we're going to straighten this thing out. But Yeah. Trying to see if Alicia will get me some clubs for my birthday. And now I'm wondering, like, no, I'm just kidding. I need cool. to just, it, dude, it takes so much practice. You know, it's like anything else. You got to do it over and over and over and over and over to even be decent at it. And then. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know how to throw a football my first time. No, you didn't. You did, you, dude, you did not know how to throw a football until a year, a year and a half ago. And now you can throw a freaking football. Yeah. You got a good arm, though. You got a freaky arm. Like baseball, even when we were playing baseball, you can throw the ball halfway down. Like, you got a good arm on you. But what uh, what happened to your game Saturday? Yeah, we had a – we had a – so Saturday started out 9 o'clock football game, which means we need to be there at 8. Um, we should have been there a little earlier because the other team was there much earlier than that. They basically, do you agree, they basically played a slow, don't move it around that much. They basically played like a slow walkthrough game, a whole game before we got there, or before they, your game started, would you agree? Yeah, they were, do you know what easy ups are? No. It's like, you know, like your routes one through nine? I, I know that from you. Yeah, they, I think they were just kept running those and practicing hitting. Like, they were there, like, two hours earlier before the game, maybe even more. Would you agree that that probably worked out to their benefit? I would, yeah. Yes. They turned the freaking scoreboard off. That It worked out for it them. It wasn't that bad. It was 28 nothing in the second. I mean, it was tough, dude. You guys got Yeah, bullied. but we still played really good. They're the second best team in the nation. We're the worst team in the nation. Not in the nation, in like maybe League. a conference or division or something, but not in the nation. Yeah. How did you do personally, though? Football is a team sport and all that other stuff, but how did you do personally? If you guys can't win, maybe, you know, yeah. Cash and I have been talking about, like, you know, set your own goals for yourself. Okay, so you guys are down. That's a bummer. You might not be able to come back from whatever the lead ended up being. Like I said, they turned off the scoreboard because at some point now with – kids being sensitive they don't want to see how bad they're getting beat which is uh, whatever but um so we have been talking about like if, if you're not going to win the game that's one thing but you can work on personal things getting sacks or tackles or whatever so how did you do 
myself, I think I did pretty good. I had like three sacks. Maybe that running back was running the ball off a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that he was fast. He had really good blockers, and yeah. he, he always went to the outside. And you know, my my corners were just. Yeah, uh, it like, was a tough game. Yeah, it, it truthfully, it was tough. But, like we could have played a lot better. I know we could have. It doesn't seem to me. This is just me. I never played football, people. I I uh, know very little about it. Cash has taught me more about football this season and through flag football than I know I have known in my whole 40 years. It doesn't seem to me like a lot of these teams, this is their first year in tackle football. Uh, yeah, it's, coaches were talking about it. Some of those teams have been together three to four years. Yeah. Some even five. It seems to me like they're all pretty well oiled, like they've been playing a while. Yeah. But, and it's like, I think if you, hey, Chevelle home? All right, she's on her way. Um, it seems to me like next year, you know, when you guys are used to things and you know each other and you know each other's strengths and weaknesses, hopefully things change a little bit. But it, it is tough, man. You guys have had some pretty big dudes and some teams that just look like they've been playing for a few years, and that's tough to beat. And everybody is just ten times bigger than us. Like Warren, War- yeah, Warrington. They had a guy bigger than you. I think they had a few bigger than me, which isn't saying much. I'm five nine, one seventy. Yeah, they they weighed more than that though. Alicia's so. down here wrestling with the dog because that's good for podcast. Shout out to Michael. Shout out to Michael. Oh yeah, that's our cousin. Yeah, he's bigger than me for sure, and he's in sixth grade, seventh grade, maybe. Uh, we were thinking seventh grade because. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. That fool's a junior in high school. Dad. So, Warrington had a seventh grade team last year, right? Yeah. Out of nowhere, they didn't have a seventh grade team this year, and they had double the players on the sixth grade team that they had last year. So, you're thinking that they got some sophomores? That's what every. No. No. That's what every coach was saying that they got some seventh graders on our team. They they have to go through and check. they have to, you know, there there is a verification thing. They don't just nobody. You can't eh. just show up and play. Eh. There are rules well, to it, and they're they're just bigger and better. That's all there is to it. Truthfully, they they weren't fast. We were catching up to them, but yeah, they were they were much bigger. We couldn't people couldn't tackle them. Yeah, I mean it's tough. If, if they were our size, we would uh we would have a really close game. Well, if your uncle had boobs, he'd be your aunt, buddy. That's that doesn't mean anything. They yeah. they are bigger than you, so you got to figure out a way. But it was a tough day, so we got football game done. It was 90, 90 or ninety one, I think, at nine o'clock. I mean, it was hot early. Yeah. Um, I got home, cut the grass real quick. Leisha had to go get all the drinks, and then uh, yeah, we kind of got the house together, had to do a little bit of decorating, and then uh, later on. Cash and I ran and got all the food, and uh, then the party, the, then the nightmare, I mean, started. So we already talked about the party, Savvy and I. You guys did? Yeah, she was, she was telling the good people how she was letting Dad know what was going on. <laughs> I wasn't having it. That's a last, dude. But the, see, I'll tell you guys something else. The weird thing is if Cash had a crew of his boys over here, it would be different, right? It's the mixture of the two, I think. Because if Chevelle has a bunch of girls here, it's not that bad. Like I said, they've got the TV on and they're dancing and screaming and hollering, and it's ridiculous, but you are ready for that. It was the mixture of the two that I think ha- was a problem. Because when Cash, I mean, it's not like you ever have 15 dudes here, but if you did, it would be 
it would be very characteristic of having 15 dudes here. You guys would be, of course, slamming the basketball and punching the bat. But, but I would be, like, ready for that. For some reason, it was the mixture of these dudes showing off for girls and all that other stuff. It was just like, I, it's not, I'm not the right guy for that. But some of, the, some of the boys were saying, like, you're a good dad or you're a cool dad or whatever. And then I told the girls, man, when, uh, when the boys left, I'm like, look, man, I'm sorry if I, you know, made anybody nervous or anything from yelling. They're like, no, no, it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. It's was, what it is. Was, Act right. Yeah, for my birthday, I was thinking about having a bunch of boys over. Well, we'll have a bunch of boys somewhere, but maybe in a big open field. It'll your, probably be more than 15. Your party's going to take place in a just big open field with nothing around. Mm. <laughs> That's what you get. You get a bale of hay to play with. Let me think how much people play. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure your football team will show up. But see, I think it's a cool thing to do there is like urban air. Y'all go play around all that stuff. Yeah, like... Well, that'd be like thirty people. Or so. I don't care. I'll I'll pay it. They're just I can't have all that many people in my house again. That's nuts, dude. Yeah. Alicia's a weirdo with her stuff. Actually, that's she was pretty calm last night, as far as like games. Yeah, she and yeah, she had her game and she she tried to. I mean, she made everything really special. Took Chevelle shopping and everything. So it was like she she tried really hard. But I'm yeah. Alicia's thing is she will not rest until her house is clean, and it's awesome <laughs> for me because. I, I, I mean, I care, but not as much as her, and she wants things done right. So when I get up this morning to make breakfast for everybody, everything was clean. The dishes were done. It was awesome. I'm like, I don't mind having people over for that reason because she will not go to bed until her house is spotless again. So that's sick because there's nothing worse than waking up to a house. It's like, yeah. oh, look at all this stuff I got to do, you know? Yeah. Which you and I both failed. We didn't bring the table down earlier. We got yelled. I got yelled at for that. So I'll have to do it tomorrow. I mean, we gotta we gotta bring the table down and then hang up some uh, pictures again. Why did we take the pictures down in the first place? Because to to set up that banner thing that said "Happy Birthday" and they had like a little place to take photos. Nobody took a photo. Yeah, they did. Badass kids, did they? Yeah, they were doing selfies. Selfies and photos are the same thing. Another weird thing with the kids and sitting around and being on their phones. It's weird, but. Yeah. Listen, man, you got anything you want to say? I'm going to bed. No, I'm probably, I'm probably hitting the hay, too. Hitting the hay? Yeah. Did you make your lunch? Or are you buying tomorrow? Or what do you got going on? Um, I might pack mine in the morning. Well, do you have an alarm set? Yes. Do you have two alarms set? Three. Three? And a boy. Let's. Nine o'clock and it's way past your dad's bedtime, folks. I had a day yesterday, as they say. Isn't that isn't that what they say? I had a day yesterday. Was a day. Yeah. So, all right, man. Uh, episode number nine, I think. We're almost ten years old, dude. So that's that's good. We're we're making our way, man. Um, trying to keep them going every Monday. Ninety away. Well, ninety one away. Yeah, I promised a hundred, and damn it, I'm gonna do a hundred. So, um. You know, I like I was saying, I try to keep these things coming Monday morning so you guys can have something to listen to on the way to work and maybe hopefully laugh a little bit and uh, get rid of your case of the Mondays. Have you ever heard that? I get a case of the Mondays. Because no, nobody, nobody likes Mondays. They suck. Yeah, I know, I know people don't like Mondays, but I never heard of the case of the Monday. I think it was on a movie. Yeah, Office Space, right? One in Office Space. Lisa knows nothing about pop culture. 
office space, I'm pretty sure, was when I said, I, you know, somebody's got a case of the Mondays. That's exactly what it was. I know it. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to keep these things coming Monday again. My people from Alaska and Poland, shoot me a text um, or an email. PJMDJM1961 at Gmail. Uh, Alicia has a possible in on some hoodie type stuff. But I don't want to do you guys anything shitty like uh, like some kind of halfway printed out thing that, you know, the mom next door could buy like a printing press for. I want to actually have the my idea is have the photo of Echo that you guys see on Spotify and, and YouTube and all that. Um, I want to have that on the back, like an actual good photo or something. Um, and then, you know, get I don't know what else. I got some ideas. But um, so Alicia ordered some some football stuff. Uh, for all of us and so i'm gonna see how the product comes out because it's a small business and uh i i, I want to support that anyway but i'm gonna see how what we get you know if it's good i like the um gildan 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 whatever it is uh, i like their hoodies they, they fit well and good material and they're comfortable and all that so i don't want to just get something going that's like crappy so if it takes me a little bit just believe me that i'm trying to make a better product so um, I'm working on some things. Uh, we've got Doc Shapiro, Dr. Larry Shapiro coming in on the 13th. So in 12 days, um, really looking forward to that one. If you know anybody who, you know, you guys know my history, um, addiction, mental health, all that stuff. If you know anybody who might be struggling with some of that, please, please, please share this with them. I don't care if they listen to anything else that I do. I really don't. Um, but I think that's one they should tune into. Um, I'm going to go over why he does what he does, how he got started, what he's doing now. Um, uh, please email me some questions if you have them, because I'd love to ask him. You know, I, I I know my story. I know what I have to say. But then there's there's like other people that have questions that I can't relate to. And if I can, I'd like to get an answer Um from the guy who saved my life and my marriage, you know, that I, I've told you guys, he's the reason he's one of the sole reasons I'm here. So, um, if you have any questions again, email me, uh, PJM DJM 1961 at Gmail, or just comment on Spotify or YouTube or what, what, whatever, try to get a hold of me somehow. So I can, uh, ask him some good questions one way or another. It's going to be a good interview because the dude's just, he's a, he's a genius and uh, a great person. And he's here to help. He's here to save lives. That's what he does. So I'm looking forward to that one coming up. I'll probably get you guys another one out before then, too. Like I said, I'm trying to do Monday. So, um, yeah, man, just uh, getting back to work. And hope you guys have a good day today. And Oh, shit. Did we do anything nice for anybody? Oh, something. somebody did something nice for me. I uh, was at the car wash the other day, and the dude that uh, works on the car wash was, he had the work truck in there just running a, running a um what's it called if you're like a test run oh yeah i go to put my card in and, and buy a car wash i need to get all that stuff from the golf golf course off of it he goes hey man if you wait a minute i'll uh, i'll run you through for free just to do another test run make sure everything's working i'm like man are you sure you know i say i'll, I'll buy you a soda or a drink or something if you want he's like no man it's no big deal so he did something really nice for me so i i appreciate that it was like a expensive drive through car wash on that one so Shout out to that dude, man. Thanks for doing something nice for me. So I got to pay it back. And I will. Mm -hmm. So 
What's up? I'm trying to think if I did something. Did you do anything nice for anybody? Well, you had a good party for your sister. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Think about it. Um. Get back to me. We got. Oh, I got that ball for for that guy. Oh yeah, you did go get a soccer ball. There you go. I did that a few times. There you go, man. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take a bunch of money. It doesn't. You don't have to go out of your way and and you know get into your bank account for something. Sometimes it's just something that easy and people appreciate it. So yeah, I'm sure we've done something for somebody, but yeah, it's we, all, we usually do. It's all good. It's not about keeping score, man. It's just trying to be better than we were yesterday or some shit. I don't know. All right, man. You guys have a good day. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sign off, bro. See ya. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.